So excited to welcome you in. Hello, everyone. It's Justin Monorail coming back at you live in the Pass Holder Lounge. This week, I have two brand new co-hosts joining me for the live show. Two faces you haven't seen in the Pass Holder Lounge yet. And actually, you didn't even see them in the pre-live days. Of course, you wouldn't have seen their face back then. I should really rethink these things before I say them out loud. But let's bring him in. Let's delay no longer. And while I do that, let me see if I can do a little... Oh, manual fade-out, guys. I promise I haven't been having too many beverages just yet. A manual fade-out of the the music. Just bring it down right about there. And let's welcome in today's guests. Coming at you live from Central Time Zone, it is Marissa and Natalie. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hello. How are we doing tonight? Good. Good. How are you? Doing good. Natalie, did you remember to come off mute? I did remember to come off mute. I uh, <laughs> was about to say Remy uh, has halted his zoomies for now, but oh. that doesn't mean they won't appear again. He knows it's showtime. He knows he's got to like snap it, snap it into uh, the show mode. Um, but you know what? Like I said, no matter what show I've been on, Oh, there he is. Yes. Give the people what they want. They want to see Remy. Yeah, there he is. All right. Oh, yeah. Roll it on a house shoe. (laughs) Um, Hey, dogs are a part of podcasts. That's that's what I'm getting at. That's that's what happens. So it's no problem at all. Uh, Marissa told me that she quarantined her dog so that it wouldn't come out and make a, a ruckus. And I said, just so you know, I didn't ask for that. So I hope the dog doesn't hold it against me. What's up, Nate? Nate is in the house, everybody. Good to see you. Um, I know Gimli, when Steffers is here, Gimli is always on the show. And of course, when I'm on Dawes Does Disney and back in the morning monorails day, days, we always had Zoe in the house. Um, so the, we're not we're very dog friendly. The problem with Tonks is she is too indecisive. So uh-huh. she'll want to be in the room and then she'll want to leave. And then she'll want to come back and... I'm just not committing to getting up that much. I got you. Well, I mean, you could let her come and go as she pleases. Jeff wants to know if house shoe is an American term. Uh, It could be a Southern term. What do you call those things that Gimli or Gimli, excuse me, that Remy was rolling on, Natalie? What do you call that? A slipper. Okay. Is that what you say, Marissa? A slipper? Yeah, it'd be a slipper. A slipper. Is house shoe weird? Is that a weird term? I mean, I've definitely heard it before. I don't think it's weird. I have them. But I'm actually wearing them right now. Mine have whales on them. Ooh. Yeah. They're an ocean. Yeah, of I don't comfort. know if you can if you can trust the Midwest though, because we also say gym shoe and pop. So, you know. Gym shoe is fine. I see, I feel like there are so many words for tennis shoe, sneaker, trainer, gym shoe. Like all that's fine with me. It doesn't really bother me. Now pop. We might have to have a conversation about. (laughs) I mean, what sound does it make when you open it? Okay, fair. But I mean, what if it's a fountain beverage? Is it still a pop? Clicky thing makes a kind of pop. Well, you just said it makes a clicky. Natalie is struggling mightily with her ears right now. (laughs) (laughs) This is fun. This is like it's having a little show within a show. What's going on with Natalie? Um, oh, 
<laughs> Nate's Nate's wearing Crocs. Crocs in the house, but he also says uh, house shoe. So I'm not the only. I think this is a southern thing. Nate is uh, coming at us from the D.C. area. I know that's not really southern, but people say people say Virginia is the South, right? Is that, I, I've heard that. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I think you could call them other things too. I don't know. Co- cozy, cozy footwear is all I care about. Team Pop. Jeff is on Team Pop as well. I say Thank soda. You, I say soda. Um, but you know, yeah, I mean, I come from a place where people say Coke for every kind of term. So, you know, I was always way against that. Um, soda for me. Yeah. I'm not drinking soda tonight though, by the way, I have a tasty beverage in a pint glass that I feel like you'll appreciate Marissa. (laughs) Is that a Dalek? That is a Dalek. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm having actually, what is this? This is a big little thing IPA. And I decided to put it in a glass tonight because I have these magic cans that go invisible if I use them on the show. Um, I know Natalie is is currently engaged with her puppy doing some things. But uh, <laughs> Marissa, I know you're not a drinker, but did you did you bring anything fun to drink tonight? Um, I've got really fun water. That's in- oh, yours is invisible, in too. <laughs> yeah, only fun. Water is I've, very uh, fun. I've been working some long hours, so it's water to just stay hydrated and focused. Also, you don't drink caffeine, do you? I cannot. No, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when you like when you want to drink something that's like fun, what's your go to? Um, yeah, I'm still figuring that out. Um, I can do rooibos tea specifically. So I okay. like that for hot beverages. For cold beverages, there are like a couple specific brands of flavored water that I can have. So okay, you don't want to plug. Them. You're not sponsored. It's okay. You don't have to plug them. Yeah, <laughs> so they start paying me. <laughs> They're not paying you. <laughs> I am team caffeine. I I can't live without it. I mean, I'm an I'm an addict, but um, you know, I love that's, caffeine. That's like my main vice. Is caffeine, I Natalie? Used to be a. Let's go ahead. You used to be a. I used to be a tea drinker. Oh, okay. black tea. That was my big thing every day, multiple cups. So I get it. Yeah, I do love some tea, Natalie. Do you have a fun drink tonight, or or are you mostly just going to be playing with uh, Remy? <laughs> yeah, apparently Remy has a fun drink called my lotion. <laughs> I do not have anything super fun. I'm still in hashtag training. Oh, so. I got it. I got it. So are you, are you training now for the princess? Yep. Wow. I didn't know you were going back to back like this. Um, oh, but wait, there's more. Well, there's more. What are you doing? I'll be doing springtime surprise as well. Wow. You've lost your mind. Why yeah. are you doing, why are you doing all of this? Cause the metals are pretty. They are pretty. Look at that. So right now, Natalie is showing us for those listening later. She's got the dopey medal on. And that's because she just completed the dopey challenge at the marathon weekend. Congratulations, by the way. I know I've already said it to you, but I feel like I can't say it enough. Congratulations on your achievement. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. I uh, went from I'm not doing this again until 2026 to, well, I can probably do it again next year real fast. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's I got impressive. that text and I think I said, you lost your mind. 
it has to be like the, the running just gets in you. It's, you know, you're, you're addicted to endorphins, aren't you, Natalie? Can't help yourself. Um, yes. The, the endorphins come from uh, when I fill in my spreadsheet to say like how much I ran this day more so than the actual run itself. It's just that hit of, Ooh, look at that. <laughs> That's there's a lot of self-satisfaction that comes from that. Really? I get it. Now I am not a runner, but I will say that over the years, when I've talked to people about run Disney, it is the only thing that has ever come close to tempting me to potentially doing any kind of running event. So, but I, but I still am not interested. <laughs> I still don't want to do it because I mean, okay, like I could do a 5k or a 10k, but it's almost like the principle of the thing. I, I know that like if I trained, cause it's really not a matter of thinking I, I couldn't do it. I, I know, I'd, I know that I would have to put in the time, get my body in shape and I, and I could do it. I'm not trying to set any personal records or world records or anything like that. But, um, I, I feel like I could do it. It's just a matter of sometimes when I think of distance running, I'm just like, wow, why? I don't want to, I don't want to spend like two hours, three hours. Run. Like, I'm just not interested in doing that for that length of time. But my friends and the friends that are included here in tonight's show have decided that they're going to try to convince me to do a running event. I have, I have a question about this, by the way, are we talking like, is there, are you shooting for me to do a marathon or like, what's the goal here? No, no, no. We're whatever, take- whatever yeah. you're, <laughs> yeah, whatever you're comfortable with. <laughs> yeah. I don't okay. know if I would recommend other people do a marathon. Uh, no, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. So let me, let me start with this. So first of all, let's talk a little bit about run Disney. We'll take a little step back here. Um, so run Disney for people who don't know is, is the organization that organizes the running events that occur at Walt Disney world. Very frequently, these events run through the parks. Um, and I would say that that to me is like a big draw of the events. Plus they have uh, photo ops um, that you get to participate in with, with a lot of characters that you don't typically see in the parks, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool too. And I know that like with the 5k, is it true about the 10k that, that that's not timed or is it just the 5k where, where they don't sweep you? Okay. So for just the 5k, they don't, they don't have the balloon people coming up the road, trying to sweep you off and shame you, which is a terrible thing. You should never be shamed at Disney. Um, but so you get to like, sort of, you know, go at your own pace and enjoy it and that sort of thing. Um, Aside from from that, have you all participated in running events like prior to Run Disney? Did you all do running events before you did any Run Disney races? I did a couple. Um, most a uh, few times I did that hot chocolate run. Um, I know that's in like a few cities, um, and that was pretty cool. Not nearly as exciting or as much entertainment on the course for sure. Yeah. What is a hot chocolate run? Do you get to have hot chocolate while you run? You get to have hot chocolate after you run. Oh, so it's okay. in Chicago, it's usually like early November and you run through the city. And then afterwards you get hot chocolate and like a little chocolate dipping sauce with like a banana and marshmallows and pretzels. So it's pretty okay. cool. All right. Is that a marathon or is it what? what's the length? It's a 5K and a 15k oh 15k never heard of such a thing sounds terrible (laughs) uh (laughs) 
What about you, Natalie? Were you running before you did Run Disney stuff? Run Disney got me back into running. I did one year of cross country in high school. Um, such a track star season. Uh, I think I had to come back. No, um, I mostly <laughs> am. Uh, but Run Disney really got me back into running. And now I will do a couple locals here and there. Um, I'm not quick enough to you know, chase a proof of time, but that's kind of a strategy of a lot of people is that they'll run fast, like at home, like they'll run their 215 half at home. And then they spend like four and a half hours on the course at Disney because they got that proof of time and they can, they use it as playtime. Mm-hmm. Um, can't say I'm uh, quick enough for that, but I do um, just to kind of see what things are up to. Cause then, you know, it's kind of nice to know that like, Oh, I actually can run fast when I run like a two hour 10 K because I'm just out there playing during mm-hmm. marathon weekend um <laughs> but yeah so like run disney events for most people are not like where they're trying to set like personal records right like they're 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 more casual which is another appeal for people who aren't mm-hmm. runners like myself it's like the planet fitness of a running event no judgment <laughs> <laughs> no judgment zone do they have a lunk alarm that's important um and uh also people get dressed up for these events they a lot very frequently people will run in costume um natalie i think you had a different costume for every event during marathon weekend could you could you tell us the lineup sure uh this was my very first time costuming at all other than that i just you know just wore normal running clothes be- but I kind of knew that that was missing from my experiences. So I did a, all the Mickey's in Fantasmic. So I started with the brave little Taylor Mickey mm-hmm. and I went to Steamboat Willie Mickey. And I went to Sorcerer Mickey and I went back to classic Mickey uh, during the four races of the dopey challenge. That is awesome. Yeah. It, I, I saw all the costumes. I saw all the costumes. You look great. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I, yours looked functional. I will say that. That's important to me. To yeah, be, like everything is based off of like a running, um, like base of yeah. running clothes I actually wear because I'm um very uh, neurotic. One would say about like chafe testing things. Oh sure, um, no chafing is no fun. I don't run races. I chafe in the parks all the time. Come on, that's the worst. That'll ruin your day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you let it happen one time and never again. I did see uh, Lewis asked if people could actually set a world record. Um, it is an official course. You can qualify for Boston off of a Run Disney course. So it's nice because it's flat for uh, compared to most courses. And you can. I did PR at the Princess 10K last year. Nice. Um, now I'm trying to Disney PR, which is like a personal worst like a 91 minute 5k I need to beat, I need to beat that for uh princess weekend I believe in see you if I could uh you know get my personal worst a little better because there were people who were out there because I was kind of like done at a certain point but I saw people were out there for like an hour 40 I'm like that is impressive I need to beat you for personal worst so you're actually trying to see how slow you can go just yeah soaking um, it all in oh yeah <laughs> All like the back, like stage, like you know, backstage areas, different character ops. Because mm-hmm. um, it's still like kind of undoing that mindset of when I did do that one year of cross country of like, you cannot stop. Uh, I'm still working on undoing that. 
uh, I did got pretty good at it considering I rode Everest during the marathon. Um, <laughs> I mean, how many running events could you do that in? That's, that's amazing. That's pretty cool. Well, I was telling Marissa, I was adamantly saying at dinner the night before, I'm like, I am not riding Everest. I don't think I have time for it. It's not happening. I'm not doing it. Right. And then I get there and I'm going to switch my fuel rod because they have one in the Expedition Everest gift shop. And I'm like, and I see all the runners. I'm like, well, and they're like, oh, we're taking a full train of runners. I'm like, okay. So I walked right on Mm -hmm. because the park was open by this point. Uh, And they sent a whole, they're like, Good job, runners. I'm like, all right, this is awesome. That's pretty <laughs> How cool. How many times can you do that? Yeah, that's pretty cool. It'd be awesome if it was actually part of the course, but you had like everybody goes the same speed because you have to ride the train. But this is the course of the marathon. You've got to ride Everest. Sorry, that's just how it goes. Um, but that's pretty that that'd be pretty fun. Um so okay, you got to ride Everest. What and you got some cool photo ops. Were there any other like unusual things that you got to do during the one of the races? Um, they would have sent me through the tower of terror lightning lane, but I decided not to push my luck. Uh, that was around mile 23 and I was kind of ready to be done, uh, (laughs) as one is at mile 23 of a marathon. Um, I got to see, oh, I got to go by the sewer treatment plant during the marathon, which was something I guess I never knew that I wanted to go by. And I (laughs) (laughs) wait, are you talking Gonzo's Royal flush here? Because I mean, (laughs) so between magic kingdom and animal kingdom, there is a roadway that goes by the water treatment plant and it's just as good smelling as you think it would be. I would imagine it smells great. Yeah. Um, it, it, hey, that, if, if anything's going to uh, motivate you to keep on going, get past, <laughs> get past the smell. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I need to get to Animal Kingdom from here. Uh, it was funny because I was some of the last like shade on that part of the course, too. So I was like <laughs> scooted over. So I was like still running in the shade <laughs> and uh, by the uh, sewer treatment plant. I'm like, wow. That's, that must be, I, I guess, if I would check my uh, splits on my watch, that might actually be where I had like a really quick, unusually quick <laughs> mile. <laughs> that was a fast one. Yeah. Your pace was increased for sure. Um, Marissa, you, you did not run any events this, this marathon weekend, did you? Oh, no. I was just there for moral support. Um, there like is a good absolutely, friend would be. Yeah. There's no way on earth I'm running a marathon. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. But you have run like what have what have you run before? Um, I've done ten k's and the ten miler at Disney. Okay, so the ten mile is my longest distance so far. I mean, that's ten more miles than I'm ever going to run at Disney. So I'm just saying. Well, <laughs> I did say, and I, and I'll stick to it. I can stick to this. If this channel gets to a thousand subscribers, and I can't re- even remember the deadline, but but if it hits it, I'll do it. I I'll let I'll let people pick the event. I will. Um, yeah, Nate asked in the in the chat. You can see characters during the event, and, and it and yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Not just yeah, the normal ones. Of- yeah, they have a lot of really rare characters out um, who you might not normally get a chance to see. I know they had um, Flick from Bugs Life and Tarzan out on the course over the marathon. Um, but they also have a lot of other entertainment on the course, which I think is what really helps separate it from other races that like local races you might do. 
Um, I know for Princess, they have uh, like video screens playing songs from different Princess movies. So you'll be running and all of a sudden, you know, almost there will start playing from Princess oh, nice. and the Frog. And you're like, yeah, I That's can wonderful. do this. Yeah. Yeah. They've got lots of people cheering, of course, but then they also have uh, bands at certain parts of the course, which is really fun. You get those like. Oh, my gosh. A smash mouth set up. Like, so they're telling you you're an all star yeah. as you're running by. <laughs> That'd well, be great. It, that's a conflict with Universal. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. Not anymore. Um, but they also have a a gospel choir typically right at the end and that's really fun to hear as you're coming around that final turn yeah that's pretty cool i running with your own like special disney soundtrack is is another benefit there that you know you're not gonna you're not gonna get that anywhere else I know a lot of people like to put the earbuds in, but like I, I would, I would want to take it all in, you know, I'd want to be hearing the stuff going on around me. So the the thing I, I will t- like this, this sounds like an excuse. Maybe it is. Um, I feel like if I were doing a run Disney race, I'm so competitive. Like I would want to be doing my best run. Like I, I would want to be not necessarily setting up, you know, a personal record or anything, but I would want to be running. And, mm-hmm. and setting a good time. And, and I feel like there'd be all these things that I'm like, but I want to, I would love to go meet flick and, you know, I want to go ride Everest or whatever, but I'm like, no, I got to that, that to me, I don't think I would take full advantage of all these kind of things, you know, like I, I would just want to keep going. Yeah. I definitely did that my first race. Um, mm-hmm. And it was still a whole lot of fun, but second time around, I, kept reminding myself to just slow down and take it all in. And that definitely was a much cooler experience to like kind of take it slow over by the boardwalk and watch the sunrise. That's such a cool experience that normally I wouldn't have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a mindset shift too, because I have that inner competitor. That's what I do is I just, I do like look at what my like net time is, um, like I'll like pause it because I, you know, on a normal run, I'll pause it when, if I use the bathroom. So I kind of like, okay, so I can still look at what my net time would be. Um, but it is kind of hard to talk with yourself about, okay, like you don't have to sprint this, right? Like I, uh, there were a lot of conversations I had with myself, especially on my longer runs about like, don't start out too fast. You know, don't like, you, know, you need to just stop. Um, otherwise you're not going to survive the marathon. Um, cause honestly, something that was a oh, strange mindset shift during a uh, dopey was that I was the most nervous for the half, not even the full, hmm. it was the half. Why is that? I, um, I think it was because I still had that. I had that inherent pressure of, um, making sure that I saved my legs for the full and it was my second half marathon because not, I did dopey as my, was my first marathon. And, uh, wow. Wow. Cause so this is how this happened. So, <laughs> yeah. Give us the backstory. We got to hear. How did you get to this point? Well, so, you're probably wondering how Natalie got here. <laughs> I've been wondering too. Um, so it's April 3rd, 2022. I'm doing the tower of terror, 10 miler. I'm taking my ibuprofen outside the, uh, Ratatouille bathrooms and wondering how do people do this? How do people do dopey? <laughs> 
and April 19th, I signed up for Dopey. Um, <laughs> I knew I think I, I knew I wanted to do my first marathon in 23. I had had my sights set on Dopey for 24. Mm. And I then one of the people I was going to travel with wanted to do the 5K and 10K. So that left the half missing. Yeah. And I talked with myself and I was like, listen, how mad are you going to be if you don't do the half? And mm. you miss Dopey by one race. Yeah. And I decided that, yes, it was worth it. <laughs> it was worth that, uh, that I, it was time to do it. So I'm glad I did. I'm definitely glad I did. Because then also I kind of figured that I would put my first marathon with Dopey because what if I hated training for a marathon, which I kind of did. Um, so if I hated it, then I wanted to at least have done it once. But here we are. I mean, it was halfway through training where I was talking to Marissa and I was like, oh, like, you know, when I do this again, she's like, again? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I'm, I know the training was intense. I mean, you you always put on your Instagram. You were, you know, holding yourself accountable when you were running and, and your times and, and all that sort of thing. Um, so I know you were you were putting in the work and you, you put in a lot of work. Um, so. How far ahead of the of the event did you start like getting yourself ready? I started um, the Galloway training program at the end of June. Mm. Um, his Galloway does a nice long build up because it's less miles really per week for the most part than other training plans. So um, he builds you up slower, but he also had then has you go higher. So something I didn't do during marathon training was I did not make it to 26 miles. Uh, I just couldn't, it just didn't, it wasn't in the cards for my schedule because finding time to run 26 miles during December when it's cold out and it's dark out is hard. Um, but something I overall like about his plans is that it's like, it's less runs per week for the most part. Um, five is the max when you're doing a dopey simulation, but otherwise it's usually three a week until you start getting into your back to backs, which then it's four, so then sometimes five. Uh, Cause then it also just works a little bit better for my schedule because some plans I look at it. It's like, you need to run eight miles on a Wednesday. I'm like, cool. When am I going to do that? <laughs> and just knowing what was like actually like able to be stuck with, because I honestly uh, kind of, so I went into my very first run Disney race in 2020 the 10 K on a 2.6 miles as my longest training run and a dream. So <laughs> princess last year, I also kind of haphazardly trained. I did train up to a half marathon, but I didn't train any back to backs and I was doing the challenge learned that was a mistake. Uh, as I start running the half marathon, I'm like, Ooh, my calves are, nice. <laughs> uh, so I knew that I needed, I wanted to be, make, keep myself accountable to a training plan as well as um, also like prove, like, you know, kind of prove to myself that I could, I mean, mm -hmm. some things derailed me along the way, but uh, for the most part, I kept myself mostly accountable, just not the 23 or the 26 mile runs. Uh, the highest I went in training was 20. Mm, okay. I, I kind of feel like if you can get to 20 though, you know, you knew, you knew you were fine, right? Like at that yeah. point. <laughs> Yeah. And then I also then made the executive decision to treat the marathon like a long run um, and kind of pace it, not at like what my estimated race pace would be. 
Yeah. And that was a good decision <laughs> that I made because I honestly never felt during the marathon that I was like bonking out of energy or never really, I made myself, I'm like, you need to slow down. Um, mm. I made myself do that during the marathon. So basically I treated it like it was a 26.2 mile training run and which became 30, uh, based on course weaving, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> um, but I did pet a goat, so that was cool. <laughs> um so i I don't think we've we've clearly said and in case people are unaware because it's possible so natalie the dopey challenge comprised four races so and 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 you get so it's the 5k the 10k the half and the full you get a medal for each one and and it's not just that you did the dopey challenge because you did all four you also got the goofy challenge right yes and so you you ended up with what five medals or six, six medals? I wasn't holding this puppy. I'd show you all my medal replicas. This um, is me being bad at math in public, and that's just what happens. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, five. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's a six. It's a six medal endeavor. Um, so lots of hardware. It was really hard to hold all of them. Uh, a cast member who was lovely. <laughs> Uh, my photo pass one in Magic Kingdom like helped. St- like you could tell she either ran before or had like had enough people come by her that she knew how to stack them mm-hmm. uh, really well. But I was like holding, I was like gripping onto them, like walking around. I'm like, I don't. I feel like if I like move anything, like they're gonna all fall uh, all together. But it was, yeah, it it, it was awesome. It was uh, definitely a uh, because the goofy challenge, which I feel like is often. Um, doesn't get the love it should um it's if you do the half marathon and then the full marathon the next day okay so it's still it's a pretty big accomplishment as well right half marathon then full marathon um goofy doesn't get the love he deserves i totally agree with that and look at that that's beautiful yeah it's very you got you didn't you didn't just get all the medals you got all the swag too you're decked out tonight I mean, you know, the name is a little bit, you know, a, a, a little tongue in cheek, I think. Did Natalie do the dopey? Um, and Lewis was giving you a hard time. He feels yeah. like you ought to you ought to change your name. Oh, that was the wrong one. But yeah. Um, where is it at? There it is. Yeah. She did the dopey. Um, well, these they give to you. The, the These are the finisher ears. I did not purchase these. Oh, well, they should give you something because, I mean, you are paying for every race. Yes. And then this was actually the included shirt. I did get myself other swag. However, like the little metal replica pins, mm-hmm. um, these, um, I actually don't have a complete collection, which is kind of funny that I still insist on getting all of them, all the ones I can now. But um, I do, do do like my swag. It is kind of a little bit of a bloodbath sometimes getting the Run Disney swag. Um, well, yeah, I can imagine. Look, you can have Goofy as a bellhop. Oh, that is, that's pretty awesome. That was the 10 mile, it said. Yes, that was from a different weekend. I just, I have all of them right here. Um, That's awesome. So Marissa. some bad news for you about that. What? Uh, The Star Wars medals. Oh, Nate. He says Star Wars medals look pretty cool. That might are are we are we thinking there's not going to be any more Star Wars marathons? So springtime surprise was what replaced a Star Wars weekend. 
Now, what's interesting is that they may bring it back on the West Coast. Oh. It used to be the light side and the dark side. Yeah. Um, but that's to be determined if they bring it back. And then also, I think it leaves springtime up to be a Star Wars theme. Because it, it was kind of a yestermorrow theme last year. And um, this year, it's Pixar. Okay. So next year, it could be Star Wars. Um but I think that I think a lot of this, the speculation nation is saying that they think that the West Coast will get Star Wars again. OK. Yeah. See, so, Nate, I'm with you. I mean, if there's not going to be a Star Wars event, I don't think I can run. I mean, you know, if, if there was here in Orlando, then maybe because I would love to get a Star Wars medal. But mm, I just don't think so. Just don't think I can do it. No, he's got it solved. Meet up in Disneyland. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, Mulan. That's awesome. Marissa, I was going to ask you, um, are you planning on running any events in, in, in 2023? Yeah, so I will be running the 10K at Princess, um, actually with my mom. It will be her oh. first 10K, so nice. convinced her to do that. Um, and then springtime surprise, I am once again running the challenge, which... I don't really know why I signed up for that again, but I survived it <laughs> once, so I should be okay. Um, and that's a 5K, 10K, and 10 mile on wow. three consecutive days. See, that's too much. Yeah. That's too much. It's I, a lot. I, yeah. I would have some serious chafing if I did that. I'd be I'd it's be out about, for days. Wouldn't be able to stand up. You got you to gotta test everything you wear before you before race day it's key are you gonna are either one of you gonna be costuming up for the springtime surprise no Maybe. you are natalie oh i will i haven't quite um put together everything for springtime however i have some good workshop ideas because i said that i I'll, i can reveal one of them that if <laughs> You don't have to reveal. You don't have to give spoilers if you don't want to. Oh no, this one's okay because I okay. I've tweeted this. So that if they <laughs> if they did a Toy Story theme for the Toy Story Ten Miler, that I would have to dress up as Mrs. Nesbitt. Oh, okay. So I need to figure out how I'm going to do that, or I need to start assembling some things there. But I I will do Mrs. Nesbitt. I just I'm still workshopping the other ones. I got to really. Uh, there's a lot of very creative people and I mm -hmm. don't know how they travel with their things. Like there was a five person group that was a monorail and they were local. Cause I asked Whoa. them it was during <laughs> the day of marathon weekend and they're like running up this hill, like all in the line. And I was like, I love this. How do you travel with that? They're like, we're local. Like, uh. <laughs> and, they're, and I was like, yeah, it looks really well done. They're like, this doesn't look like we did this two hours ago. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My uh, my favorite costume I saw was last year during, I think it was Springtime Surprise. Someone was the table from Lady and the Tramp, <laughs> like literally the table. So he had like this whole giant table and he was in the middle in like this cutout with a checkered tablecloth. And then he had pasta like bowls <laughs> glued to it and pasta all over his shirt <laughs> with like meatballs oh my gosh i was like i don't know how you're running in this thing yeah 
I know. I've seen, I'm telling you, I've, I've seen some costumes, you know, you see them on Instagram, social, you know, whatever the social media you're on, these people running. And I'm just like, I don't like, it's impressive enough that you're running. You didn't need to dress in full, like, you know, movie accurate Darth Vader costume and run a marathon <laughs> or whatever. But like, you do see some crazy stuff. It's I, I, that's part of what makes it really fun and unique though. So, um, it is. I love that people do it. Um, so what do you, what do you think when you are preparing for a race? What what are the keys? Marissa, what 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 is your routine? Like say night before, what's your routine getting ready for a oh, race? Okay. Who, I thought you were going to ask about training cuz uh that's something that I still have not managed to do. <laughs> so <laughs> Um night before, keys, early mm-hmm. dinner. Okay. A good dinner. Yep. Ideally, a dinner that you have eaten before, you know, <laughs> likes your stomach. <laughs> Very important. Because you've got a limited window to sleep and then you're running. So yep. uh, I like to eat dinner at like around five, um, which isn't too early, but earlier than I usually do. And then in bed by like eight mm-hmm. and ideally asleep by like 830 because you're waking up at 2 a.m. Ooh, so rough. yeah, it's, it's a rough wake up. Um, last year during springtime there, like that night before the 10 K I didn't manage to fall asleep until after midnight. And that was a bit of a rough wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> um, yeah. But setting your stuff out the night before huge help. So all you have to do is kind of stumble into the clothes that are already sitting right in front of you and grab the, you know, belt that you've got your bib pinned on to already. Um, <laughs> you definitely don't want to be trying to get out of your room to make the bus and be like, Oh my gosh, where did I put my bib or where's the, you know, body glide that I need because I'm running and it's humid out, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the, it it is an early wake up call for these runs. I know uh, you, uh, Natalie. You were posting. You were setting some personal records in terms of how early you were on the bus uh, for the marathon weekend. So, um, and and I did not envy that part of it. I can tell you that. Um, I like my sleep. What what's your night before routine, Natalie? So it's not too different from Marissa's. I learned during marathon weekend that if I can grab some like takeout from somewhere and have that in my room, that is perfect. So um, before one of the races, I think it was a thing. I'm not sure actually. Um, I got polite pig takeout and then I got enough. So I had food for the next like couple days. <laughs> perfect. perfect. But um, because I did not have Marissa in the room with me this time, uh, I put out flat Natalie, which is just all my race clothes, <laughs> uh, my whole outfit. <laughs> I load, I make sure I load up my, if I'm taking my hydration vest or just my little belt, I load it up the night before. Uh, basically again, make it as error proof as possible, um, for the morning. You know, you don't want to be looking for socks at, you know, one fifteen. And, uh, it also involves really kind of trying to take the day before a little bit easier mm-hmm. and 
You mean like running a 5K before you run a 10K or running a 10K oh before you run a half or a half before a full? That's how I take it easy. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, you know, you just got to, you know, basically just stretch your legs a little bit. And uh, you want to, as far as like the parks go, uh, you want to try to take it a little easier. Yeah. But um, I was asleep some mornings or nights by like six o'clock, which was a little crazy. <laughs> Uh, but then I was awake and like ready to roll at one fifteen, mm-hmm. uh, which was an accident, but it was a happy accident because that's how I discovered that they have buses at, um, 2 AM versus two thirty <laughs> as advertised. And then when you get there that early and you have to wait for Epcot security to open, um, you can get in character lines that are before the race really easily. <laughs> Ooh, uh, so that's a nice rare tip. character photo ops. Yeah. That's uh, a pain nice and tip. panic. Uh, and then <laughs> flick, uh, what's his face? Clopping from hunchback. A lot of rare ones they put out. We got to get in <laughs> line for what's his face. You know, what's funny is like sometimes when there are rare characters out in the parks, I'm like, look at all these people lined up to meet that character. I don't know who they are, but I feel like I should get lined up to meet that character. It's happened. I don't know every Disney character. I know you think I might, I don't, but I feel like I should meet them regardless. So that's how a run Disney race almost goes. Um, <laughs> so in certain cases, they've gotten better about they have the characters first and then they have the line like further down the course. Mm-hmm. So explain it the best way um, so that you can see who it is oh, and okay. then decide to get in line. Decide to get in line. That makes sense. That's a good way back. to do it. Yeah. Sometimes. Although that's that's adding to your race distance. Oh, yeah. They should just put a, they should put a picture or have someone holding a big sign. Here comes Flick. Well, um, for for all the races, but the 5k of marathon weekend, they, somebody leaked the characters that were going to be out. So I had a list and I knew, I knew the Ratatouille rats were not going to be out at all. So at least my hopes were not, you know, yeah. But because there's little staging signs, that are out throughout property. And because for the half marathon in the full, you go on roadways. So somebody like drove around, took pictures of these things and assembled them. Bless their soul because it was great to have this little list. Cause I've never had a list like this before of a definitive, Oh, this person's at this place. Right. I'm like looking at uh, one of the lists right now where like Mushu was mile 11.4 of the half. Okay. Um, it was kind of, it was nice to know, like, cause then you can make that decision for yourself, right? Of, yeah. oh, like I knew Dopey was at mile 12.4 of the marathon. I knew his line would be insane. I took one look at the line, said, nope, and continued on. <laughs> um, but it was nice to know that he was going to be there. Um, <laughs> it was just so nice could, knowing Dopey was there. <laughs> yes. I was like, hey, buddy. Throw up a little peace sign as you run by. That's right. I got a fist bump from Goofy the day before the marathon. That was cool. That's cool. Yeah, I I was actually thinking they ought to put some of the villains out there that and the, and they like chase you down the path. That, that would be fun. That would get me running fast. Yeah, Only like Jafar's on your tail. Jafar, or what about the hyenas from Lion King? Put them on the course. Oh, Let man. them come after you. Right into the boneyard. A couple real hyenas. Just let loose some hyenas on the. That's all we're saying. You want people? Who needs balloon people? You don't need balloon people. (laughs) 
Make hyenas the back the back boundary and have them chase everybody. No one will get swept. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they. I don't know how they cleared Animal Kingdom. So I wasn't they could. Yeah, you never know. They do have the wild dogs in there for sure. Um, all right. So we talked night before day of. What are the keys to success? That's what we need to know. You're going on this long run. What are your keys to success, Natalie? Have your bathroom stops planned. <laughs> um, so you get the course in advance and you can kind of garner, you know, where your closest bathrooms are, right? Because this also kind of keeps, um, it keeps you, it, um, sorry, I got distracted by it. The puppy just did something, <laughs> um, but did he fart? You can uh, say he I'm not, I'm not going to betray him like that. Oh, okay. Um, Puppy farts are cute. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's making noises. But kind of just, it sets part of the tone for like what the other things you can do that morning. So you pass real bathrooms before you go or after you go through security. So you can use those. And then, you know, nothing terrifies me more than the idea of the porter potties um, after the marathon. (laughs) So that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, that's, after that's, four days. Yeah. Uh, especially, it was funny because on the buses around here, like, what are those porta potties doing on like the side of World Drive on the way to Magic Kingdom? Like, they're for the runners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, what are porta potties doing out there? Because uh, they're out a couple days early. Um, but well, you got to get them out there. Let them let them sit out in the heat a couple days. That's the best yeah, way to season a porta potty. You know, you got you season it like a like a cast iron skillet. Just put it out there. <laughs> mm, that sun bake into <laughs> let it. Let it bake. Yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. Like, so something I make sure is comes with me uh, to prepare is hand sanitizer of my own. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. But all right. So map out your bathroom after a race. They're like. There was no hand sanitizer in there. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry for the loss of whatever happened between you opening that door and coming out here. <laughs> so I uh, I try to have like a, like a preliminary plan for like bathroom stops, especially if I'm by myself. Yep. Because in the corral, if Marissa and I aren't in the same corral or I'm alone, so that um, like I know that like we're a mile like three ish of the half course, you get to the TTC. So like there's bathrooms there, but that's usually a long line. So if you can wait, you get, you wait till you get to the magic kingdom. Um, but for the marathon, I knew that we went under spaceship earth and we would have those bathrooms. So I like try to have that planned out. Um, just because, you know, you hydrate enough. Cause I make sure I drink a lot of water. Uh, it happened. You said the word. It's time for shots, everybody. That was shot number one. Here's number two. Oh yeah. One last one. By the way, I gotta put this down as well. Well, we're gonna keep it grooving. By the way, we're drinking some gentleman jack, for those who are wondering. Also, we're using a Dolly Parton shot glass because by the way, the Queen just celebrated her 76th birthday, so 
Here's to Dolly oh, Parton. Dolly. Here's to uh, Dolly. Wow. Oh my God. Somebody did it. It happened. Wow, this is a bigger Tequila. All right. You did it, Natalie. You was it hydrating? It was hydrate, and you said exactly hydrate. <laughs> Let's prove it right now. I wrote it down. Hydrate. Yeah. As an independent auditor, I accept this. No. Woo. <laughs> oh, Jeff. Yep. Had to be hydrate. It was hydrate. I feel lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were we talking about? Hydration. Uh, Hydration. Yeah. Yeah. Hydrate, I just hydrated, hydrated big time. Uh, avoiding porta potties. I feel uh, really warm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought it was going to be olives. So I was oh. figuring out how to like bring that into conversation. Why would it have been olives? Oh, I know. Oh, sorry. That, that's, that's a, that's like a, that's almost like a story just for us. Why would that have, I haven't shared that with anybody. For those who don't know, Natalie hates olives or she thought she did. And she then she was, she then she was tricked into eating them, tricked, tricked into eating them. Yeah, she uh, was at, not tricked. She had no. the whole menu available to read. Yeah. Uh, so Natalie and Marissa and I, uh, we have uh, a tradition. We've only done it a couple of times. I'm calling it a tradition. We like to do brunch uh, when Natalie and Marissa come to town. And we did brunch at homecoming one time. And what, what did we order? What was it that you ate that had olives? I, I can't remember. It wasn't there. It was that we were talking about foods that we, because the deviled eggs were new to me and I liked them, but we were talking about foods that we do and don't like. And Marissa said something about like beets are on her list of things that she hates. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I appreciate that you actually like want to like them at some point. Like you want to give it a chance because I just hate olives. I hate them and I won't <laughs> give them a chance. And then we discovered that I guess... I do like olives because I ate them happily on my calamari and I've still, that's what it was. Things. That's what I've been pondering things about life since that moment. Yeah, <laughs> you went on this. question everything. Yeah. She went on a whole rant about how she doesn't like olives. And I was like, you had them last night. <laughs> you literally ate them yesterday and you were talking about how good it was. So uh, Lewis agrees. Olives are gross, but Lewis, I mean, maybe you should have them on calamari and, and maybe you'd love them. I, you know, sometimes it's just like you've had olives in bad situations and you didn't like them then, but maybe you have them on calamari and they're delicious and it changes your whole point of view. And then you have to question everything. What does it all mean, man? You don't know. Oh, that might have been when I decided to do dopey. It was, I think. In the <laughs> <laughs> it all connects. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> it was the it was the opening your mind to the fact that wait a minute i ate olives and it wasn't gross maybe i can run <laughs> this crazy challenge 46 miles or whatever what how much is it 48.6 48.6 miles you're you crazy that you are crazy mm -hmm. for that natalie yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think oh my god like less than I was trying to do the math because I wanted to pull. I didn't feel like pulling some actual statistics for it, but I was like, I think there's only like seventy thousand people who have done this. 
So they're, I'm not oh. the craziest. Actually, they're, I think. Well, you, I mean, you're, you're one of 70,000 crazy people. That's true. Uh, well, I was trying to just estimate that maybe they do a 10,000 dopey bibs a year, but then there's a lot of repeat customers. There are people, there are people. So this was the 10 year anniversary. <laughs> there are people. There are people. <laughs> exist. Done every single one. They do this yearly. Well, okay, but you know, there's there's a lot of people who need a lot of therapy out there in the world, and um, untreated. I think are cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> but are the race signups? Depends how you do the math on this. That's a fair question. I feel like. Um, can I just say this? So Val pointed out there's been two "How I Met Your Mother" references in this episode so far. Um, number one, I haven't caught them. And number two, I've never seen an episode of how I met your mother. What? Not, not one, not a oh. single one. I, am I missing out? Work. Just don't watch the last season. That's you're good. Yeah, I know. I know Val, Val says what I look, I love NPH. Okay. Um, I, that show, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the timing of when it started. I, I don't know. I, somehow I just like totally missed out on how I met your brother. And now it feels like there's too much of it for me to go back. Although like how many seasons was it? Was it like eight, nine, nine? nine? That's a lot. Do you know how many Marvel shows and Star Wars shows come out every year now? I, I've got Miss Marvel to watch. I've got Obi-Wan. I mean, Mandalorian oh. season three, four yeah. is coming. I can't go back and watch How I Met Your Mother. I did go back and watch Gilmore Girls, and you know, I haven't seen I, that I, one. Really? I, yeah. See, I'd recommend Gilmore Girls. You watch That's Gilmore Girls? Older, I think it. It's pretty long. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Jeff just started what tonight? How I Met Your Mother? Really? What? What are you watching it now, Jeff? You're watching the Passholder Lounge. Jeff, you're going to go in the penalty box for that one. Um, Where's Kevin? Is he still in the penalty box? Kevin, Kevin's permanently in the penalty box. He lives in the penalty box. He just finds a way to communicate. He he might have been he might have been working. I don't know. I know he started a new job. So shout out to Kevin. And for those who don't know Kevin, he created the dirty butthole cocktail uh, for for the cocktail challenge before the morning monorail ended. So uh, we miss you, Kevin. We're thinking of you. You're in our thoughts. Um, oh, what? Literally, Jen and I are discussing. Are we even doing a show? There's a whole side conversation going on. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave the room. I'm gonna walk out. I did three shots, people. All right. Anyway. Oh, sorry. speaking of alcoholic drinks, there are beers at the end. So something I do on race day mm. is um, so there's an ESPN like it's pretty generic wide world of sports cup, and I've been bringing back my cup since last year because you mm. get a, can get a, a finish line beer, and I look forward to that finish line beer. Sometimes Whoa. it's the only thing I look forward to. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. I yeah, saw people like crossing the finish line with drinks in their hand, like running through Epcot. That now that's pretty iconic, right there. What so was he, that? Was that the half or the tent? What? Which one was that? The full. The marathon. It was the full. People were finishing the marathon with a drink in their hand. One of my friends did. Uh, somebody forgot her ID in the room, and uh, somebody 
somebody realized that like on her way to the bus, but she's like, no, it's too, it's, you know, you're too far gone. I was like 10 <laughs> steps out of my room at Port Orleans. There was no reason why I couldn't have gone back. I wasn't running late. There was no reason. However, I was like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll figure it. I'll figure it out. Luckily, Marissa was there to give me my, my beersy. <laughs> uh, but yeah. that's the only thing I put in gear check is uh, my beer cup. <laughs> what's gear check it's like they bring in u-hauls so there's certain things you can't take on the course or also maybe don't want to um like if you bring other shoes to change into that sounds like giving out free feet pictures so i don't do that <laughs> and on principle also i mean i'm sure there's a market for like post marathon feet i don't know almost and did a spit take <laughs> natalie charges for her feet pics okay you can't get them for free. Um, no, look, you Jeff wants pay to know. You'll pass somehow. <laughs> Jeff wants to know French Quarter or Riverside. In this case, Riverside, but I'll, we'll be at French Quarter next month for Princess. I like staying there for. I think that those, that's one of my favorite places to stay for race weekends. I because they do a little like welcome back party when yeah. you get off the bus with your medals. So you there's so no there's things that you can't take onto the course. So you can put them you 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 put them in a in a U-Haul and they meet you at the end of the course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you start and kind of end around the same place, and um, they give you a clear plastic bag. They put your bib number on there and give you oh. a sticker on the, that you put on the back of your bib. But then there's stuff you might not want to take with you, right? Where uh, the only thing I can think of is shoes. Honestly, <laughs> shoes. I want to take shoes with me. Well, yeah, you want you want those like on your feet, but it's the ones that for like after the fact. Um, I can't think. Well, I guess some people do. Go I don't believe in going to the park stinky. Um, nobody signed up for that, so I. Uh, Natalie, uh, there's lots of people who are have they have no problem with going to the park stinky. Um, I've I've been behind many of them in lines and you know where watching parades. Whatever you, whatever it may be, I, I don't think that that's a problem. In, in fact, sometimes I think you fit in if you stink in the parks. But there's things like people who just like would throw their cups like from the water stations like on the ground. And like I'm, I know I'm better than that. So I carry it with me to the next trash can, even if it's a, a mile away. Or like I just don't – I don't know. Because also like I, for two of my races this time, I had props. So – I kind of almost had like a phantom, like that by the third prop. day, Sorcerer Mickey didn't have a handheld prop. Um, so I like didn't know. So when I had a cup to hold on to, it was almost comforting for a, like a mile waiting for the next uh, water station where they would have trash cans. Stinky is the eighth dwarf. You are correct, Jeff. That's true, Jeff. Jeff is right. Um, well, I didn't, I didn't even think about that, but it does make sense. Like you're, you're carrying stuff with you that, you know, you, you took out of the room. You're going to need it that day, but you can't take it on the course. So it makes sense that you do that, but that's just, it's not even something I would, I would think about. So that's, that's interesting. Um, so like when, when the, when the full, the full ended in Epcot. Everything outside of a few select things start and end in the Epcot parking lot. Everything, Mo all the races do. Um, really, I didn't know that. Yes, outside Mostly. of last year, Marissa and I did the Expedition Everest 5K, which was in Animal Kingdom. Look at that! Look at that, Lewis. Show that to Lewis. Hold that back oh, up. Oh, oh, hold on. I'm 
It's a compass. Oh my god! And mine does. Does, does it actually work? Does it point yeah. to magnetic Which north? Kind of hard to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I, the twisting's not helping anything. Yeah, Remy is like, what the heck? But yeah, here. we were. It was a scavenger hunt. But then that part got canceled because uh, they wanted to get us out of there before, you know, lightning happened. Yeah. Weird. Um, and it was hilarious because they're like, oh, you need to find this explorer, Gary. But since they canceled the scavenger heart hunt part, he's still missing. Uh, and he has <laughs> 2015. Oh, no. uh, so uh, we valiantly tried to find him. But, you know, Poor Gary. that happens. Yeah. Well, I can't say that uh, this conversation has motivated me, motivated me to run away. Or, guys, I had three shots of whiskey just a minute ago, and now I can't talk anymore. Um, congratulations, Natalie! You're a dope. You're a dopey champion, Marissa. I wish you luck on your sup- springtime surprise. Thank you. Yeah, you better start training. Yeah. Yeah, no, I need to start training because that's <laughs> 10 miles. <laughs> it's, it's coming up. We're we're January 24th as we record this right now. And uh, I mean, I, you know, you're, you're, and you're doing it on my behalf because I'm not, I'm not going to run any of these races, y'all. It's just not going to happen. Um, yes, a 5K. I just don't, I don't want to pay to run. I, why, why would I pay somebody to pay run? To I don't want to walk. I could walk anytime I want to. <laughs> I I would much rather stand on the sidelines. T-shirt for it. I could, I bet you I could buy one. I bet you they're out there. eBay, eBay has showed us I can buy splash mountain water on eBay. So, I mean, you know, if I can buy Splash Mountain water, I think somebody actually was selling air. I don't know if that was real, but uh, <laughs> by the way, let me just say this as we're rounding out here. Um, I, I, I said my piece on Twitter and, and I stand by all that. But here's the thing. I, I Splash Mountain was an iconic mountain in the Magic Kingdom Park and it will be missed. However, if we can improve it and do better and theme it with something that's going to be more inclusive for everybody. I think that's the way to go. Why wouldn't we do it? We can all move on. It's, you know what? And we're almost there. It's closed now. And so this toast is to progress and inclusion and moving on. That's what this toast is to. So cheers. Cheers to that. Um, yeah. Sorry. I, I, I meant to say this like at the very, very beginning, because I here's the thing. Look, there's been a whole lot of I apologize, Marissa and Natalie. I'm about to divert us a little bit here. I um I saw so much of the conversation over the weekend. I saw so much leading up to the closure of Splash Mountain. Bottom line, here's my analogy for all of you. It has nothing to do with anything else, but I think this is a great analogy. I loved the alien encounter. I loved it. Extraterrestrial alien encounter, as I like to call it. I loved it. I was sad when it closed. They replaced it with stitch. The reason they did that was because stitch was less scary. And it was something that more people could enjoy. 
I didn't have any problem with that. Do I miss Alien Encounter? Absolutely. I love that. I, I wish I wish they would have put it in Hollywood Studios. I wish it could have been around forever. But it's gone. We got well now Stitch is gone too. <laughs> but <laughs> but Stitch was fun and it was something that more people could enjoy because it wasn't scary for the little ones, right? And all I'm saying through that is if 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 this be, Tiana's Bayou Adventure is something that m- even more people can enjoy because we all love it and it makes us all feel happy and included and it's not based on something that makes us feel a little weird or icky then great net positive we can you can you can you can be a fan of Splash Mountain and understand this can be better and it will be it will be that's all i have to say Stitch's animatronic corpse is still sitting. You know what? You know what? Except it was generally bad. Well, unless you liked... uh, Oh, whoops. Alien Encounter Mountain. Unless you liked uh, hot dog burps in your face. If you liked that, Stitch was where it was at. Um, And so I say all of this to say... um, That How I Met Your Mother is a great show that I missed out on, and uh, now I need to go watch all of it. No, I say all this to say that like Disney's better when it when all of us feel included and happy, and um, we can enjoy it together and just have a good time. I love Princess and the Frog. I think it has great music, and I'm so excited for what is coming, and I think it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And I don't judge anyone. I do not judge anyone for liking Splash Mountain. I don't. If you liked it, you liked it. I did too. I enjoyed it. And that's not what it's about. I just think we can be better. So that's what I want to end on tonight. Let's all try to be just a little bit better for everybody. So Natalie. A little bit of a, of a run. Do it. No, I can't. Boom. Back on topic. I just canceled my Planet Fitness membership. <laughs> Literally like two days ago. Um, Marissa, Natalie, thank you so much for joining me tonight. This has been a lot of fun. So much fun. And um, I, you do inspire me. I'm proud of you. I want to be there for you when you run. I want to celebrate with you. I just don't want to run with you. We'll do brunch. We can do brunch. Perfect. We, we will do brunch. Um, Natalie, do you have anything you'd like to plug before you go? Oh, boy. If you like seeing other people run sometimes, if not <laughs> always, um, you can find me on the Instagram at underscore n dot oil. Yeah. So, okay. I, for the longest time, was like six ends and then boil because I got so annoyed <laughs> trying to figure out like how many ends is the, is the key because it wasn't one, it wasn't two, so I just did six. And uh, so I'm still- Like Agent I'm, 626, Experiment oh, 626. Bringing it back, bringing it yeah. back. Um, so I'm still, I just changed it. It was like a year ago. So I'm still not exactly used to the change. And then guess what? It's going to change again because <laughs> I'm getting married. Uh, so that's where you can find me at this moment in the year 2023. Um, the year, or it's like, it's like post dopey. It was pre dopey and post dopey. It's <laughs> that's um, how we mark time. Yes. Until I do it again. And then things get confusing. But um, I, 
post my running. Um, if you're I think, it, you know what, if you're a person who might want to do, you know, start training, maybe do a Dis- run Disney event. Na- Natalie's got the experience and she's doing the training. So you can follow her on the Insta and she posts it on her story. So do it. Yeah, Thanks, I have Natalie. Too, to like kind of document some of the, because I try to be honest about when things like don't go well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I like. It's tough. Shit. It's tough. Like that one time I ate shit outside my house, like <laughs> a minute outside, a minute into my run. And that was when I was supposed to do a simulation that weekend. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I can you, laugh now, but I was very upset at the you're time. A, you're a dopey champion, but you're also human. And we appreciate yeah. that. Marissa, do you have anything to plug? Uh, sure. You can follow me on Twitter at thinkmickeyblog. Uh, just don't expect any blog content. That's <laughs> an old handle. So <laughs> That's really a great plug. Blog. That's a great now plug. It's just, uh, a lot of thoughts, and most of them are Disney-related. But, but can people access archived blogs, historical blogs? Do you have them yeah. out there? Yeah. Um, it's thinkmickeyblog.wordpress.com if you're there so you inclined. There you go. Perfect. Well, thank you all so much for joining me. Hang out in the green room. I'm going to send you there right now, but I've got to end the show, and I'm going to remember to do the outro music today, so it's going to happen. So, bye, guys. Thank you so much. Oh, what a show. Guys, we did it. We actually, this time... We actually got the password. And you all saw, I did three shots. I actually made a big mess. I spilled drinks all over the place. Oh, my God. God. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up, and order again. Why did I have to have it turned up like 100%? Like, it doesn't make any sense. This song, by the way, super loud. <laughs> and also, the last time that I used it on one of my YouTube shows, I got a copyright strike. Not for anything else that I did, but this song. Doesn't it sound like something that probably is in public domain? I don't know. It's To me, it does, but maybe, maybe it's not. I want to thank you all so much for joining us once again in the Passholder Lounge. This has been such a blast. Thank you so much for being here. I love you all. You're all members of the Monorail family. I don't know if you knew that or not, but you are. Hashtag Monorail fam. Every single one of you. Just because you're here, because you're listening to the podcast. You're you're a member of the Monorail family. And I appreciate each and every one of you. You know, you can follow me. I'm on Twitter at the PHL pod. I'm also Justin underscore monorail on all of the things. Follow me, interact with me. The idea here is we're building a community and I want you to be a part of it. But thanks again for joining me. I I can't thank you enough. I love you all so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. We're going to see you next Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here in the Passholder Lounge. I'll save you a seat. Cheers, friends. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Drink up, drink.